Marriage is hard as shit. Welcome to Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. I'm just asking you about what you want to do for the intro. I didn't rattle you last week about intros. Okay. Hi, I'm Sterling Buckley. Single, oh, stay-at-home dad no, you mean- <laughs> of three beautiful children. <laughs> single. 15, 13, and 11. No, not like an introduction. About to I mean be like single. The, I, I mean like the intro to the actual episode. Like, what the fuck do you want to bullshit about for 30 seconds? Do you not want to do that? Like, Well, I think we got it covered. Oh, we're we're gonna fight in this episode. You can tell. I don't. You're being a little combative, and I need you to back it down a skosh. How about that? A skosh. That's like your favorite word the past month. A sk- skosh. <laughs> the past month, I've said skosh since we were dating. Yeah, but you've said it a lot more recently. No, have I? Have I said yeah. it a lot more? You're Give me another it. example. Oh, I'm sorry. When have I overused skosh? Eh. See, you can't even come up with an example. Just go look at your making... past couple posts and comments. Like, you know what? Google keyword scotch is going to come up a lot. You're absolutely canceled. You. No, it is not. That's so rude to say. You know Especially what? Especially the way it's spelled. Spelt? I knew you were going to call me on that. I knew you were going to call me on that. <laughs> the way it's spelt? Because <laughs> I was like, did I just fucking say spelt? Spelled. We really got to stop um, like having drinks before we record. Because... No. <laughs> I mean... No. Lose all ability to, I don't know, talk, whatever it is. Are so, you going to stare at your phone this whole podcast? So I'm looking at our notes. God. Well, I know, but you can have your fucking notes like on the table without like I we're having a conversation. And so it would be nice if you could, I don't know, have some fucking eye contact. Well, my chair is like way lower. You choose to sit in that chair. The one that oh is too hard to get up from. So you can't like get up and grab your chapstick right before we record. You can't do something nice for me? I can do plenty of nice things for you, and I Except do. walk seven feet. I, you know what? I'll be honest. I don't think you sit in that chair because you think it's more comfortable. I think you sit in that chair so that once you sit down, I don't have to do you don't have to get else. up. Yeah, absolutely. There is only <laughs> I'm not one, even lying about that. No, why, why would you There's only that? one spot in our relationship to have that kind of mindset, and it's mine. I've staked it and claimed it for the last several years. You, you don't what, get to no. just sit down. I could be a brat sometimes. Too. No, you can, but it doesn't work out very well. Like that spot's already been taken. Only one person can be a spoiled brat in our relationship, and that is me. Yeah, you played that tune a little too long. No, like, no, you wrote the fucking symphony, my friend. And I, that, I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's my part to play. We all oh, have our am parts. I, am I upstaging you right now? No, is you're not upstaging. No, 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 you're not upstaging me. You're, you know, you know, I don't know, playing a role that you weren't cast for. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I'm just saying lines that I shouldn't say. Yeah, so, you're, you're literally saying another part's lines. Let me step back in line. Sorry, you control this relationship. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped out of line, Mrs. Buckley. Shut the fuck up! Oh my gosh! I call you Mrs. Ramos. Mrs. Ramos? Did I marry a Ramos? Is that what you call me that? It's Miss Ramos. Nurse Ramos. Nurse Ramos. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I always say that when I'm sick, or no, when the kids are sick, I'm Dr. Mom. When Sterling is sick, I'm Nurse Ramos. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ramos is my uh, maiden. I got some sniffles. Maybe you didn't figure that out yet. No, you're fine. 
If you're not fine, I'm going to call it. <laughs> Pull the plug. Pull the plug. Can we get started? <laughs> All right. What's this episode about? So episode... Oh, fuck. 17? 17. No. 17. Is it 17? I'm always right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, nurse whatever... Or nurse. Episode whatever Sterling says. But it's titled Cancel Culture. Which is perfect because Sterling is now canceled because he's acting like a, a bitch tonight. So, also oh, you're canceling me. You're, you're gonna canceled. Edit, edit all my. I'm gonna edit you out again. <laughs> contributions to this podcast. I'm gonna edit you out. It's gonna be a podcast talking to myself. I think we should do a, a roast of how many words I mispronounce in this podcast. Yeah, I mean that would just be cruel, though. It's just painful. It's not even funny I feel at bad this for point. People. I feel bad for you. Just, I mean, well, public school education is tough, so. Right, no. I went to private school. Tell That's your, why. Tell your senior year. <laughs> Tell you sabotaged me. Tell it knocked you up. Yeah, I had to finish school with all the morons. It was super easy, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was no, pretty easy. Fuck, pu- public, public school all the way. Yeah, okay. It was great. Sure it was. All right, um. I had originally put cancel culture and political correctness. So I feel like we forgot about the political correctness part, but whatever. Everybody not, knows what political correctness is. And they know we're not very PC. No. But what, what's cancel culture for those that may not know? So technically, by definition. Because this come up a lot in like mainstream stuff. Yeah. Like this, has been, this has been a hot topic. I'm really just doing this episode for the SEO. But I, <laughs> cancel culture is a modern... in internet phenomenon where a person is ejected from influence or fame by questionable actions it is ejected 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 that's a violent term like you're flying a jet you just but i feel like that's hatch. pretty i feel like that's you're pretty no longer accurate. famous fuck you you're out <laughs> Pull this. you're you've been ejected done and that, um, that's kind of what cancel culture is. Yeah, seriously. You get ejected. It is caused by a critical mass of people who are quick to judge and slow to question. I feel like that sentence is the most important part of this definition. Um, it is commonly caused by an accusation, whether that accusation has merit or not. Second most yep. important part. Um, it is a direct result of the ignorance of people caused... <laughs> It is a direct result of the ignorance of people caused communication technologies outpacing the growth and available knowledge of a person. Basically, cancel culture is hearing a section of a story and then saying you hate that person forever. Right. Which is fucking stupid. It's it's super stupid. And I'll be honest, I'm I'm totally guilty of cancel culture. I'm oh, totally I think everybody is, but I think, I think there's, you've had some followers cancel culture. You canceled you. You should, oh, that's you, a good point. You shouldn't be a mother. I you am a victim be. of cancel culture. <laughs> People have told you that you should not be a. You are not fit to be a mother. That you don't yeah. deserve to be a mother or a wife or a wife. I'm I'm a, I'm a toxic, abusive, um, bullying. And we didn't even bring. That wasn't even. Our I'm notes. actually not even one of the people that comes into question. But that's a really good point. I've been. A semi. Well, I don't. I don't have enough influence. No, to true. You haven't been ejected. Be, okay. Wow. Okay. You haven't don't, been ejected. All right. Yet. You. You know what? You jumped on, on the. Mm, true. You haven't been a ejected too quick. from influence. You haven't had to issue a public apology. I'll never. But this comes on both sides of the political spectrum: liberal and Democrat, or li- liberal, liberal and Democrat. And Democrat yeah. Totally both sides of the spectrum. You can, you I can, hear you, man. You can see, I'm a conservative. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> Sterling's like, Republicans don't do this. <laughs> Bullshit. They fucking do it. Republicans and the uh, the conservatives, you know, they were not like they the did others. It's one of my favorite directors of all time. That's true. The That's true. They did. Republicans did that one. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I I I I get cancel culture kind of. Don't yell at me. The, okay. I get cancel culture kind of, but at the same time, well, I guess before it was like a cultural movement. I was all, yeah, totally. That person sucks. Get out of here. But then it spread like wildfire and so many people turned it into a quote unquote culture that now it's like, mm, everybody step back. Let's just relax. A little right. bit. You, you take a knee. All of a sudden they assume everything about you. you, you oh, you. wow. Oh, wow. Getting very political right out of the gate. No, I would never take a knee, but I'm saying, but like it's, but all of a sudden it, Sterling, Sterling has, thing. Sterling has a pair of Nikes flaming in the background right now. <laughs> I do not. I'll buy some Nikes. Oh but you should God. stand for the, you should, you should stand. Oh my God. But, it doesn't fucking matter. That's not the point. What right. you should do is not even the exactly, point. Exactly. It's not this. up to me. It's like, but that doesn't mean you're. I didn't mean to go go down that wow. road. Wow. That Way to make it serious. I didn't mean to make it serious. It's okay, Cap. It's okay. Uh, okay, so the first person we want to talk about. So, well, we decided to do this episode not just based off of it being a hot topic of conversation, but particularly around this one story. So when we were headed up to... Uh, our anniversary camping trip, we were talking about the podcast because we don't get a ton of time to really focus on it. We have to find like bits and pieces and sometimes we're just too exhausted to even bring up work, which is sort of what we consider this to be. But um, one of our favorite people on social media, and he's been a favorite of ours for years, kind of brought this up because I was right. telling Sterling what happened recently with him. And I don't know if you follow John Christ. Is it Christ or Christ? Do we know? I have no idea. I think it's Christ, John Christ, Christ. I don't know. Okay. Well, if I was him, I'd say Christ. If... <laughs> just, just, just to be safe. After this, <laughs> after this, after this, he should say Christ. He <laughs> lost that. He lost that long eye <laughs> with, <laughs> with his no. accusations. So John Christ is a Christ. Chris, oh my God, John, John is an influencer. We followed him for a while. He's super, super funny. He's a comedian. Um, he is a Christian comedian and pretty much all of his comedy is centered around the church and the church community. And he makes fun of Christians and non-Christians alike, I yeah, think. Lighthearted. It's pretty clean comedy. Pretty. It's a hundred percent clean comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's genuinely very, very funny. And recently, with, like Trey Kennedy, yes, and, you know, right up the same, same alley. Yeah, I think he's hilarious. Oh, I've, so I've been a fan of him he's for a while. Hilarious. Um, and he recently made headlines because he landed a tour in Netflix special. That I mean, that's a pretty big deal. That's literally the exact same thing I'm going after. The whole reason I started not the worst mom was to. <laughs> land a fucking like, tour I, I Netflix special. and before yeah. disney plus takes over netflix exactly so we should um, be going for a disney plus special <laughs> baby disney isn't gonna book me i don't know i don't know what to tell you disney after dark no disney after hours mm -hmm. <laughs> that'd be great yeah that, oh, that's let's gonna talk go to the super marketing well. team 
Let's go. <laughs> if you work for Disney, DM me. <laughs> be great. Disney for the for the the moms who've who've had a couple of drinks and the kids are in bed. Disney for all those um the single parents, their movies left behind. <laughs> what? Don't well, because how they kill a parent. No, you're not following me. Usually the oh mom my... dies. I'm talking okay. Oh my gosh, that's it is... terrible. Is it? So oh, I'm sorry. Is that the line? Who, who is that the line? Died, dead watching No, it was films? a joke on their movies. See, this is what I'm talking about. I just take you Am I canceled? Literally... Yeah, you're canceled. I'm canceled. So making fun of like parents who die. Gosh. No, yeah, okay, that's exactly what I meant. I'm glad you you read me loud and clear. Um, I was afraid that you weren't going to hear what I wasn't saying. Do you but... not know that, they go, that the kids go through a lot when their parents die? They gosh. do. Yeah. Holy shit! I had no idea. Okay, so John Christ, um, he had this Netflix special. Obviously, he's in the limelight, and he his entire platform is based in the church. He's being accused of sexual misconduct. I think that phrasing is important because he is not being accused of. Granted, I mean, you can go ahead and fight us on this. We read as much as I think we could. Oh, could you have been any louder opening your beer? Great. Um, he's being accused of sexual misconduct. He's not being accused of sexual harassment. By misconduct means... Flirting with women on over Instagram. So part of his a couple of these women like careful, careful, don't victim shame. This I'm is not, not about victim shaming. No, I will not victim shame. I'm by any means. But using his platform and stuff. But we're gonna to, use victim softly here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not victim shaming, but victim is a strong word. It's almost in quotation marks. Based off of what we have read on the internet. Don't you know, based don't off, shoot us. The internet's for this. true, right? Everything is. So he is basically being accused of, you know, talking to several women at the same time, um, trying to get women back to his hotel room. Uh, what else was it? Offering free tickets in lieu of yeah, sexual like, favors. But there was no elaboration on that. Right. It wasn't like bribery for like sex. Like, no. Give me a blowjob. I'll give you a ticket. No. Well, in, in, in everything that we like, read, in everything that we read, just to cover our own, our own ass, again, this is what we read. If we didn't read enough, we're fucking sorry. But in everything that we read, nothing was not consensual. Right. Nothing was not consensual. No, it so, was just like he used his influence because he's an influencer. So No, but the point being, if people, he didn't have- were starstruck. He didn't have a platform in the church, this wouldn't be a fucking problem. No, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't at all. be. That's why the the fact that he's being accused of sexual misconduct is important because the only reason he has these, well, at least from my perspective, that he has these accusations against against him is that he has a platform in the church. Granted, some of his things were happening at like church events where he was like trying to pick up girls. I'm not mm, saying what okay. he did was right. I'm not saying what he did okay. was right, but we're gonna demonize this guy. Is like. The well, worst apparently we are. I'm not saying the next church needs to book him or whatever, but like we did it, have this conversation about like, whether or not a church a church should book him. Like I get why a church wouldn't want to book him if they want to steer clear from this, like because there's certain times. But guess people make mistakes, and what you're gonna just blackball blackball someone forever? Like no, life is that's about redemption. Cancel culture, about though. That is no, cancel culture. Exactly. That's why I fucking hate cancel culture because yeah. I feel that you should have a way. To rebuild yourself. You are not the same person you were 10 years ago. You're better in some ways. Maybe some ways you're worse. But There's just no leeway. Judged, if you're con consistently judged by your mistakes. Right. Dude, 
fuck us all. We're all screwed. Right. How many people are depressed today because they judge themselves by their mistakes and they just live in that that circle forever, saying I'm not I'm not good enough, I'm not I'm not good enough, and then they just project it on other people. Like, yeah. And I think that as a society, that's what we do, and that's me on my soapbox right now. But. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for coming to our Sterling's TED Talk. <laughs> it just pisses me <laughs> off because I'm all about redemption and second. Like everyone says, the first impression is like is so important. I'm Here, all about second impressions. I like people who have come from behind stories, people who've rebuilt themselves because I'm one of those people who I've done terrible yeah. things. Both of us have. And Both of us have. Like we I, would, I would want well, that. Well, and here's the thing is the plus side to us is that our quote unquote fall from grace didn't happen in the public eye. Right. Just like most people's don't. But I'm not going to sit here and judge judge people because mine didn't as active as if I'm holier than thou, whatever. Right. I, I just think it's kind of stupid. The, the the thing about him is like he I don't agree with everything that he did because he is, you know, uh, um, his platform is within the church. But that doesn't mean that I'm canceling him. It doesn't mean that I don't think he's funny. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't pay to go see him. Right. I'd the guy's got demons. Go just like, yeah, I totally would. If he got and booked tomorrow, he, I would go see him. But he came out and he made a statement. He's face. He's. He did. He made a big, he made a public apology and I just, I don't know. I'll be, I'm going to, if you don't agree with me, it's fine. If you think I'm an asshole, it's fine. But I honestly, I don't think it's that big of a fucking deal. I really In this don't. situation. In this, in this situation. Yeah. No, from, I'm talking from about. Know, from what we know. From what we know. I'm talking like about his like, specific one. Is, it wasn't like manipulation. People weren't being No, not really. And here, here's not the like, thing. Some, and I'm not trying to victim shame these women. But again, I'm not even really calling them victims. I'm saying you kind of had a bad semi-relationship with somebody. It didn't pan out the way that you wanted to. And it you have to deal with some shit after. Does that does that mean that he should be... All I'm saying is every groupie that goes to the tour bus is not just there for an autograph. Yeah. yeah. I'm just... Uh, they didn't even bring a pen. Statistically speaking. They didn't even bring a pen. Statistically speaking, and they don't want it's just not. No. Well, and here's what bugged women, me. Women here's want what this shit just as much. It's not like I know. Here's what bugged me about this is that in some of the shit that we read about this particular issue was that um, the women felt emotionally manipulated because he was within the church. And I'm like, do you think that fuckboys are not in the church? Right. Like, just because just because you're a Christian, all of a sudden, just makes you. Here's the thing. Like, because. Not- like, because you fell for a shitty guy doesn't demonize him. It just it just it doesn't. It really kind doesn't. of a tool about it. Yeah, it's kind of a douchebag. Like I mean, I guess he in in You're the articles to... we read, he said some shit that I was like, no, nah, a little bit of fuckboy stuff. But I mean, it, it's. But how many other guys are douchey so like that? Par... Every bartender in Las Vegas is douchey as him at minimum. Yeah, well, and maybe we're jaded because we live in Vegas or because it's not us. I don't know. I just. He was just a great example of why cancel culture is just fucking but it was stupid. So, it was very it's just minimal. stupid. Very minimal. It's minimal. And I just feel like the backlash that he's facing isn't really fair. And the, you know, the platform that some of these women are standing on that are coming forward are saying like, well, we just feel like we should warn other people so this doesn't happen to them. Well, I mean, are you going to call, uh, are, like, are you going to do a publication about, I don't know, every other shitty guy that you've ever talked to or any guy that you've, you know, kind of fell for that ended up being an asshole? Oh, so that other women don't oh, know. Cause, 
Because he was talking to somebody because, else. Yeah. No, here's the thing. Who? I, I'm sorry. He's single. He's not allowed to talk to other women. Sorry. I don't know what to fucking tell you. There's no rule or law against telling somebody you have feelings for them and not talk to uh, somebody on the other side. He talked to married when women, When you're too. single. Yeah. The, the married women talk to him from what I understand, too. So. Well, yeah, exactly. They had to talk back. So it wasn't like they were. Well, and like, that's the thing that the I right think either. is silly is. It's like two people, some of two these, wrongs. Yeah, some of these accusations are like, well, he consistently called and text married women. They answered. And I'm like, mm, how did he, how did they get his number? Or how did uh, he get their number? Right. Uh, probably. I, I don't know. I, ju- I just think it's kind of fucking stupid. He's a perfect example of why cancel culture is absolutely stupid. He came out and said that he has, you know, sought help. He's still seeking help. He's sorry in that. And I'm like... Cool, great. I mean, I, I, I really don't give a shit. It doesn't make a difference as you being a public figure to me at all. Because what he did was so minimal. He didn't break any laws. He didn't. He's not up for any criminal sort of accusations. No, there's, it's just based off of morality. It's just and character. Of where, wherever you're. That's what I think is so fucking stupid. Going, That's I'm, a good point. I'm going to. Based off like, your compass. It's based off of your compass and you're going, I don't want that person. Okay, fine. Don't go, don't go see his shows. But let me let me let me challenge you here and go. Do you put your compass towards everything you follow? Let me look at your browser history. Come on now. Yeah, that's fuck the thing. out of here. Oh, is the only things that you publicly talk about? Right now, oh, you you're publicly okay with shaming him, but you know, right? You know, meanwhile, you're looking up at like, you know, horrible bondage, weird weirdo oh. porn oh. or something. Oh, not you that I porn. judge. I was just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I was just going to say like, like, oh, oh, we're not going to go see John because he has these accusations against him. Um, do you look up every they're director? They're not accusations of a crime. They're just that's what it's accusations it's, of sexual misconduct. That's it's not, it. But it's not even, Everyone listening here is probably <laughs> guilty of sexual misconduct. Every Tinder date is life. like, hey, yeah, I really want a long term relationship. Ghost you tomorrow. Like, right. I, oh, I that's know. is that sexual misconduct? I don't know. Here's and, the thing. And, what we're trying to say is, John, we're huge fans. If you want to be on the podcast, DM us. Because <laughs> we totally support you, and we just feel like it's not that big of a fucking deal. Yeah, the other other one that I brought up is James Gunn. Uh, yeah. Um, director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So he was the director of the first one. First and second one. First and second. The first one. and second. Yeah. Well, and afterwards, after the second one came out earlier this year or late last year, um, there was some tweets that he had tweeted from like 2010 about it was like a, a joke or a play about molestation or pedophilia. Like it was. Oh wait, what, wait, can you find that? Um. Yeah. I'll, because I don't remember. Um. I remember you telling me when we were talking about this episode, you were explaining that, but I don't remember what exactly came into question when it came to james gunn but yeah he had these tweets that were were old very very old age not dated it was a it was like a attempt at a joke it was not like serious his the, personal views right but right. what was but then he gets what was he ends up getting like fired from the so he made jokes about what fucking little kids he retweeted I, at, I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place Shh. He retweeted that? That's what it looks like. Wait, he retweeted someone else's tweet and he got fired? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he retweeted. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I wouldn't retweet that, but that lost. Oh, Trying mean. to maintain a Sibai chub so that I'll look impressive in these photos. 
That's who, who hasn't done that. Wait, I mean, that's what he. Re- that's that, what got him fired. One. I'm looking at this. My new film, Jerkaloose, a small town where beating off is illegal, and one high school kid jerks off in front of others to show him how fun it is. That's what he got fired over. Yeah. Um, I wish there was like a really damning one. I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean this. I mean, this was this. They're kind of weird. He's kind of a weird guy. Uh huh. But this one's kind of weird. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm changing my tune. What is, <laughs> what is Maybe it? I'm going to be judger. What Maybe I'm going to be canceled. You're all canceled, James oh. Gunn. I didn't look up these tweets, obviously, before. <laughs> this hotel shower is the weakest ever. Felt like a three-year-old was peeing on my head. <gasps> he tweeted weird. that or retweeted somebody else's? No, he tweeted that in like 2011. Eight years ago. I mean, I guess we're putting it now through the lens of... Right, and this, take this episode, but like, like is it in a conversation? Who of fucking things? knows? He could have had a few drinks. I highly doubt that James Gunn is into okay. toddlers peeing on him. Right, but remember, Twitter used to have these hashtag challenges, and I'm sure they still do. I don't know. Well, so to be because, perfectly honest, because you had one recently that didn't age well. No, well, didn't age well. It was fucking, fucking offensive. offensive. That you did right. So this is one of his. Oh fuck! I just lost it. Okay, so I'll tell the, you find that I'll tell the story. So recently, I was looking for a tweet. Um, I don't remember what topic I was I was looking up, but I think it was father. I was looking up, uh, you know, tweets by not the worst mom with the word father. Looking up something for the marriage podcast for social, and I came across a very old tweet of mine from like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. And uh, I don't think it was that old. It, yeah, it wasn't. Nah, it was like two thousand fifteen. No, it wasn't. It was old. I'll pull it up. Shut the fuck up, dude. Listen, it was very old and it did not age well. Quite frankly, that's the nice way of saying it was straight up fucking offensive. Like when I read my own tweet, I was all, wow, that's terrible. And at the time, I it was literally a flippant joke. Not a big deal. Obviously was perfectly acceptable because it didn't blow the fuck up. But um, I was like, wow deleted that shit immediately and I've kind of been always aware of something like that coming up just because if you've had a Twitter account for a long time like I have and I mean I've had a Twitter account since well like 2008 it's been a really long time there easily could be something that I've retweeted or or tweeted that I would very much not agree with now that I could get torn apart for because other people have just like this person but there's not there's also like context like this one from James Gunn was unromantic movies was the hashtag mm-hmm. create a title of unromantic movies. Mm-hmm. That's like remember what what show does that weekly? Like it used to be midnight. Midnight, right? Yeah, and it was three men and a baby they had sex with. It's an unromantic <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's really terrible. If yeah, you, it's a fucking joke. It's like, a joke. Though. Obviously, it's a joke. I don't think that James Gunn then thinks having sex with babies is okay. Right. But cancel culture is like, oh, you you can't joke about it. So wait, was that part of why no, he got that, fired? That was like part of the eighteen tweets that were like weird. They were <laughs> that over a couple of years were like eh. over the course of five years, you tweeted eighteen things that were hmm, suspect. Which if you tweet every day, if you tweet several times a day, like a lot of people on Twitter that are active do, eighteen tweets over the course of a few years is fucking nothing. But you. 
people come against you all the time because you're fucking popular on Instagram and stuff. You you make one meme or something that they judge your whole parenting. True, off of a sentence, off of one sentence you, or one your meme. Your entire you're like, character gets judged off like, of an uh, off of a single sentence. Well, in our you um, hold a wine glass in, in a in a in a parenting meme, you're like. Oh, do you just drink around your kids oh, all the time? Oh, mommy just needs wine to get through the day. Yeah, you can't just be a good mom I mean. all the time, right? From the time they're toddlers to teens. Well, and that's like when we posted about our anniversary, people fucking tore us apart. Like we hate each other. Oh, I know. We couldn't even celebrate a fifteenth oh, anniversary. Oh, ma'am, I blow my husband more than you do. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So no, James Gunn was another really good example. So wait, he, um, he directed the first two and then was fired and then is being so he got brought, fired and uh-huh. then. You know, it kind of calmed down, and then Disney was like, "Okay, the dust is settled. We're going to rehire him." <laughs> Disney was like, mm, "Maybe people forgot. We can't afford for this movie to flop." Endgame was hugely successful. We made billions. We beat Titanic and Avatar. We're going to bring him back, right? So they brought him back, right? And rightfully so. Did some of the things not like? You have to look at things in context. In a vacuum, like, they sound fucking weird. Yeah, it sounds super weird. Like even repeating it, it's going, "Oh." What the fuck was that to? But again, it's like it something that was nine years ago. What? But even it's like if you even if you look at it in a vacuum, and it's like unromantic movies, three men and a baby, unromantic movies, cool, that's the game. Three men and a baby, that is a very well known movie that they had sex with. It's obviously a fucking extreme to prove or not to prove a point, but to make a joke. Maybe it's a bad joke. But does that mean that he promotes pedophilia? I highly fucking yeah, doubt he it. He didn't hashtag Nambla after it. Right. He's he's not an active member of Nambla. Yeah, he's not a Nambla. The ally. national he's uh, like Nambla what is, ally. What is what is Nambla? The National I'm Association of Man, Man Boy, Boy Love, Love. Um, yeah. Association, yeah, something made, like that. Made famous by South Park. True. Yeah, that's how we learned about it. Okay, so then there's James it. Gunn. Here, here's another good one. Um, is Daniel Tosh? I like how these are all men. I didn't have any women to bring into this other than myself. <laughs> I'm sure there's... A, well, no, I lied. Kathy Lee Gifford is... Oh, Kathy Lee Gifford, because she did the Trump thing. One. So if you remember, Kathy Lee Gifford did a uh, some sort of photo shoot campaign something where uh, she was... <laughs> yeah, she had to like severed <laughs> head of Donald, Donald Trump. Explaining yeah. it sounds really fucking bad, but she had a severed head of, of Trump with like blood coming out of his neck. Like he had been... His head had been cut off by ISIS, right? It was ISIS. Right. And people lost their shit about oh, it. Yeah. They were like, oh, terrorists, terrorism is okay. Murder's fine. It's funny to joke about people dying. and everything else, yeah. Yeah, death threats to the president. Mm, no, it was a, I mean, it was a joke. It's still in poor taste. Exactly. Here's the like thing. no one should have done that jokes, about Obama. Jokes can be in poor taste and still be jokes. They can just be jokes that flop. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily characterize this person as a whole. But she totally came out with an apology and I remember watching her apology, one thinking it was fucking stupid that she even made one, two you could tell that she didn't mean it. And I don't blame her for not meaning it. It was a fucking joke. That's the whole point of being a joke. She is a comedian. She writes stuff, she crafts stuff to be yeah, to create a reaction. A joke to create yeah. a reaction. She she flopped. I mean, I'm sure lots of people thought it was funny, but it didn't go well. And her apology to me was, I was like, oh, you don't mean it. This sucks. Your PR agent fucking talked you into it. Right. And I don't blame them. But another one, this one I didn't look up his apology, but it was Daniel Tosh's uh, rape joke. This was from like a while back. This was before the, the Me Too movement. 
And he got a lot of shit for this rape, for rape uh, joke. Oh, was it before the... Me- yeah. I didn't look up the date. So Daniel Tosh, one of my favorite oh, he's comedians. Oh, like my favorite comedians, Oh probably. my God, I love him. Um, he... I went... I, I remember hearing about this, and so preparing for the this episode, I went back and read up on it. And I came across this article, and when I what I mean came across, I mean it was like the second Google hit. So I was like, "Yeah, this sounds good to me." But uh, he made a rape joke <laughs> at like the Comedy Factory or something, and people fucking flipped their shit about him making rape jokes. Well, it was in 2012, and he like pointed out a person in the in the audience, so. For the record, she was heckling him. Right. But she was when well, you know, quote unquote heckling him based off of a prior rape joke. But at the same time here's the thing. I'll let I'm just gonna throw a blanket statement over this as it is. I think the whole situation is fucking stupid. It's stupid. Do I promote rape? No. I think rape is absolutely terrible. Fuck every rapist on the planet, send them all to an island and set the island on fire. Actual rape, serious rape that happens, is terrible. I think it's one of the worst things ever. Absolutely. Do I think that Daniel Tosh is promoting rape or a rapist? No. Because he is a comedian. He literally said it during a He was talking shit to a girl who was heckling her. Heckling him. He's on stage. He is a performer. Do you, you know, want to hang people in the town square that perform plays? That talk about serious issues? No, because it's crafted art. That is the same fucking thing as stand-up comedy. Just because it's on the fly, just because it wasn't scripted, doesn't mean it's not a fucking joke. And it doesn't mean... Yeah, it's not it, serious. It, it's, it's not serious. It's not, like, it's not serious. But he, he made a joke, so he made a joke about um, no, uh, he's, he's playing like, a it prank w- on his sister. Well, yeah, but he said in the thing, it would be funny if, if she was raped right now. In front of everybody. Like, he said, wouldn't it be funny if this girl was ra- was gang raped by five guys? Right. Which sounds terrible, again, in a vacuum. But the whole point was he had said something. This chick heckled him. He had made a, a rape joke about um, pranking his sister. Here's the thing. Re-listening to the joke, it is so absurd. It's there. There's not even a chance that it's real. Here's the thing. I mean, what you've seen me... You've you've heard me write jokes. You've seen yeah. me edit them. You have heard me perform them. You have heard me, you know, go back and redo them. And and you have seen how much work is put behind crafting a performance around a joke. When it's timing, when it's, you know, all these other things. You know that those aren't my true opinions. I'm not giving a fucking lecture. Yeah, I've, I've actually got a really good ear for what's real and what's not. Oh God! Shut up! You know what? You. You're done. You're done. Like, Anyways, here's I have to the know thing. what you're serious about, what you're not about. Like, so is... I think I have a good ear for you. <laughs> I have a good translator. Well, there. and it's just like, is rape a joke? No. Is rape funny? No. But does it mean that people who joke about it are promoting rape? No. Are you kidding? No. But like, well, and I sometimes I... In, in the worst of things, you find humor. Like when people are suffering. That's it, one thing you, that like there was. Com- comedy tours during world war ii like things that they would you would find comedy in like the you know right horribleness well, of it part of his apology for this particular joke was basically something along those lines it was like there are terrible things in this world and sometimes the only thing we can do is joke about them and this particular article that i read was like oh wow really really 
well, and just like tore him apart. I mean, if you're a rape victim, you might feel that way towards him. And I guess I you would, might. But here's the thing: I would and empathize I, with those people. I guess I empathize bit. with those people, but I'm saying that these particular jokes are not—they're not trying to make light of your situation. The whole point is making light of something that is so serious is just a joke. Like, it's not serious. We do it with teen pregnancy all the time. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I've I've never been raped. I can't imagine what that is what that's like. But at the same time, anybody who makes a joke in reference to the issue isn't making light of your specific experience. Right. Like it's literally like, I'm sorry, one person's joke is not your personal offense. It's not towards you. If you take it personally, that's one thing. And I'm sorry, you gotta deal with it. But that doesn't mean that we should crucify the person that said it. Yeah, never. I made a But who 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 should we crucify? Well, hold on. So before we get into that, perfect example is I made a joke about uh literally what today, yesterday, about um if you actively try and make Thanksgiving dishes with Less calories. Go fuck yourself. Fewer. Few. Fewer saying. calories. Fine. Okay, fine. So one person was like, wow, well, I have IBS. Thankfully, I don't have to come to your Thanksgiving dinner because I wouldn't they be able to eat anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you want to. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> IBS <laughs> safe dinner. Said. Happy Thanksgiving. 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 What can they eat? I didn't respond to that, but I was like, mm, yeah, no. This was totally meant for you. One, you're one person reading this. Anyway. Actually, it's yeah, it applies stupid. to you. Fuck you. <laughs> Your IBS isn't my problem. Don't fucking save me the I calories. I everyone with IBS. That's what I meant by this tweet. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So granted, yeah, some people get off the hook. There are some people we actually should cancel. So we're going to talk about those people. Because fuck those people. But I feel like we should take a break. Okay. Uh, segment time? Segment time. So, fight of the week. We haven't done a fight of the week. We did one last week. D- D- oh, yeah. true. Well, yeah. Okay, we did a fight of the week last week. We haven't done fight of the week as much as I expected us to. I'll no, say that. But this, this one's a good one. This one is a really good one. And this one, it's not going to be as funny of a one. I feel like it's more of a serious topic. But here we here we go. I'm gonna like speed through this go ahead. as much as I can. Okay. So it says, um, you know, my husband and I met in college, they got married, they went on a honeymoon, blah blah blah. Needless to say, they never really got settled into married life. Now she's in medical school in her second year, and it's still the same argument of her not having enough time to, you know spend with him or to focus on him which is completely true but technically you know she's in school she's trying to be a doctor does she deserve a break uh she says i swear being married in school is the worst thing ever marriage feels like a ball and chain because my husband just works while i have classes to go to notes to review cadavers to help uh, first years dissect as a tutor and I have to start getting ready for step one, which is a big test med students take to get into hospitals as student doctors, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and we have a one-year-old, which was not planned. So they have a one-year-old as well. Right. It wasn't planned. They didn't. They literally didn't even have enough money to buy condoms, blah, blah, blah. Pull and pray game was weak. I <laughs> totally, totally understand. We relate. 
I so relate. we have this fight maybe once a week where he says he wants more time and there's my son and my classes. I'm so overwhelmed by all of this. I wonder sometimes why anyone gets married and this is coming from someone who loves weddings and all things love and couples related, blah, blah, blah. Yet my own seems to be sucking the life out of me. I come... Uh, I come home from class and he wants to have makeout sessions. He wants me to be all over him. Mind you, I leave at 5.30 a.m. and I get back at 6 p.m. and I'm definitely tired. Here are his words. He says, um, uh, hold on. He says, I'm not respectful or mindful of his feelings. I'm too much of a feminist because of how much I put into my ambitions. And I don't care. I don't take care of him as a wife should. I don't give him enough attention. Anything along those lines. Okay, so, so they say, we would love to hear you guys argue this because there's no way that we can go another two years of me in med school. And then there's residency, which will probably be worse as far as to my time availability. It's like women can't be great moms and wives and have amazing careers. I can't seem to have it all. And right now my husband got the short end of the stick. First of all, I fucking love this. Do you want to take the wife's point of view and I'll take the husband's or vice versa? Um... The one of the first things I just I want to just address is that, um, like when it says this, when she says like if this is coming from someone who loves weddings, who loves love, who does it's like mm-hmm. that to me is, comes off as more of like a fascination or like a uh, a love fantasy, a yeah, of what marriage and love is supposed to be because. That is what Disney sells you, but that's not what fucking marriage is. You may right. love weddings and everything else, but marriage is fucking tough. Mm-hmm. It's hard, mm-hmm. and you have to go through shit like this. Mm-hmm. Exactly like this. Right. Well, and we've said and this for- was what makes what, what either breaks or bonds marriages is going through things like this right here. Well, and we've had this conversation a lot that if you ta- if you've heard the phrase, you know, um, you can't have two masters. Right. That. It is serve one or forsake the other. Yeah. If you boil it down, you cannot be great at home and great at your job. You can be good at both, but you can't be great at both. We've said that for a really long time. And in practice, it's more true than ever than ever, because both of us, we have a really high standard for our work ethic and for our performance. But at the same time, our family and our home life is our number one priority. And there has to be give and take because you can't be great at both. You can't. It's impossible. No, I, I agree. Um, I kind of want to take the husband's side in this argument. Totally up um, to you. I could take um, I could take either side. Uh, well, I lied. I really want to take the husband's side. All right. I'll take the, the woman's side, uh, the, the wife's side. Like, well, I mean, do uh, totally. we have six sides? Do you no, want to take no, sides? I totally could take sides because I totally recognize like this is my dream. This is what I've we've signed up to signed up to do. No, oh, great. You and I now got this married. Is about us. We got married. We got now, married. Now, fight of the week I'm is about coming, me and Sterling. I'm going to med school. I'm doing <laughs> this. We got married, and now we have an oopsie. We got an oopsie. We got a baby. All right. Guess what? Me and you had a baby. I sucked it up and I busted my fucking ass mm-hmm. because I was going to provide for the family. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, coming from her side going, hey, she's going to bust her ass and go through med school. She's going to end up fucking making that family. So, yeah, totally. so from my perspective, I'm going, the husband needs a okay, I don't know what he does for a living. So I, I don't know how hard his work is. So I'm right. very ignorant. That's a variable I'm, we don't know. I'm ignorant of that. But coming from that, I'm going, 
dude, for two, two for a couple of years, step the fuck up. Like this is when yeah. you have to sacrifice a little bit more, and you're gonna pay dividends later. It's not always. It doesn't always have to be the woman in the first couple of years that has, that steps up. Totally, it, it can be the man who steps up in the first couple this of years. This isn't about gender of a roles. baby, right? Yeah, you can feed the baby at night. You can wake up when your wife is busting her ass in school, and she's staying up late. She's getting up early. She's doing classes plus her residency, all that other stuff. She's doing that for her family. Right. This is not Absolutely. just for her. Like she agreed to marry this man. She agreed to have a baby with this man. Like. You know, he didn't pull out, but whatever. They had a baby. <laughs> they got married. Like, I'm, I'm. Part of me does feel like for her because she's. This has been her dream, and dude, it's gonna pay dividends. Dude, I, I would be investing in her. Absolutely. As a husband, I'd be investing in her. I would be pouring into her, and going, "I got you for the next couple of years." But there needs to be some. But give, what about? But what about us? So as the husband, like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, wife is doing great. Take one for the team. Like I, I can hold shit down at home. I know that you're you're not only are you working long hours, but you're also studying on top of that. You're preparing for the next level of your career. You have this investment. Obviously, they're investing financially in this for her to, you know, have the payoff years from now. However, the husband, I'm I'm still a person. I still have needs. I still have wants. I still want a wife. I Absol- still absolutely. love you. I still want you to be there for me and I still want you to pour into me. And I still like, you know, you say that, oh, I just work. I, I fucking work. I'm a dad and I work and I'm a husband. And not to mention if I'm a brother and a cousin and a son and, and a friend and all these other things, you know, all these other plates that you have in the air, like what? So I just got to take one for the team indefinitely. Like I can't have needs. That's what I call bullshit on. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Like, there has to be some type of give from coming from her. Well, and here's the thing, and I, I literally said this last night when I was talking to people about about marriage, and they were talking about, you know, well, I say this and you hear this, and the husband was like, well, why can't you just say this, and then I could pay attention more, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. In this particular argument, you're both right, and you're and both, both wrong. wrong. And, oh, and that's the case 99.9% of the time. Fucking it, it, I hate when we're both right and both wrong. It's the fucking worst because you both it have to It feels like shit. insanity. It does. It, it but I mean is that not almost every single conversation that we have? Right because you come from you're you're sitting in your in in, in your uh, own world and going I feel like I need this from you and then you're thinking the same thing you need something from me. Well, and here's and the thing is when in, in we have a, these expectations. Right. In relationships that, if we, you're right, we should tell them to listen to the expectations episode. True, but if you're right, you think you're a hundred percent right. When, I don't, when you know you're right, when you're so confident, or for at least for me, for, for, when, when I'm confident. Go ahead, like, even for that. If you know you're right, you think that that's the end all be all. But quite frankly, when you have these situations in marriage or in a relationship, just because you're right doesn't mean you're not wrong. It doesn't mean you're not wrong. She's right. She's going through med school. I can't even fucking imagine how stressful that is. On top of being a mom, because quite frankly, there's a difference between being a mom and a dad. There really is. When you birth a kid, there's just a different dynamic between mom and dad. It just, it has to be that way. And Um, so, yeah, okay. It does. And it, here's the thing. It's not a, it's not a shit on dads. It's just the reality of the situation Uh, that, okay. 
No, it's it's just I love my kids mom, as much as you love my kids. That's what I said. It's not it doesn't no. Mm. Eh, mm, I mean, mm, you do, eh, but we'll also let's go on. Here's the boring. thing. Our, we don't want to. Nope. To the di- the dynamic of moms uh, like, for instance, mom, mom guilt, guilt is, is worse. I'll give you that here. No, no, no. I'll but da- mom guilt. No, no, no. I wouldn't even say it's worse. Dad, it's just different. Mom guilt is being there for the kid or not being there for the kid, blah, blah, blah. For the sake of this argument, I'll say dad guilt is providing for the family, you know, financially being stable. Like, uh, uh, I think in very traditional relationships, for instance, and this could be the case in this relationship, is that because, you know, she is going to be a doctor, there's obviously financial obligations and just putting her through school. What if he's financially sound? Whether providing. he's whether he's financially sound or not, I think in traditional relationships, the responsibility of of making it so that you're financially stable is all, is usually on the man. It feels that way for me. In I, our know relationship. I know so it like does. I know it does. If for him, like he may feel that way, he may right. have things on lockdown and going mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I got us financially," and right. think, and then feeling like you're doing this something. It's not just for financial gain. So, I would like to hear his side a little bit more. Well, I'm not I'm not shooting on the husband at all because I'm kind of on the husband's side. But here's the thing. Regardless of your situation, whether it's the husband or the wife who's working more or going to school or whatever it is. Yes, does there need to be the conversation of, hey, mom is in school or the wife is in school. You know, we're in this for the long haul. I need your support, blah, blah, blah. Just because you are in school doesn't mean that your spouse's needs and wants get put on the back burner. They don't disappear. No. They're still there. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, just put it on the shelf for the next six months. You right. still have to address those. You still have the weekends. You still have free time. You During those times, now you don't have those for yourself. Sacrifice a little bit and pour into your spouse. And it's not easy. We're not saying Fuck it's no, easy. Fuck no, it's not easy because we don't we're, we don't knock it out of the park every time. We fail so many times. Here's the thing. Neither of us are in medical school and we're still struggling. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like you are, you're the, you're the breadwinner of the family. I'm coming up close, but. Oh, I can't wait till you surpass you, me. Me neither. I'll be, be so cool. I know. I can't wait to make you a trophy husband. I'll just do sit-ups all day. But the reality oh, is that you work less hours for more money because I am a small business. Uh, do I work less hours than you? You're fucking lying. Uh, You're absolutely lying. Uh, I don't know. You want to make this a real fight of the week? Because I'm a oh, 100% stay-at-home mom and a 100% right working now. mom. I am sweating. Oh, gosh. Because I work just as many hours as you. But I also take just as much responsibility for the kids' care and transportation and food, and I pay the bills and I don't. I, I, don't I the kids take care of the house. I don't. And I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I didn't say you didn't. I, I said the I majority. I didn't say you didn't. I said the majority. Did I not say the majority? Fifty-one uh, forty-nine. Cool. It's oh my god! It is not. 51. All right, let's move on. Now that oh, we cool. had fight of the week. Here's the thing. No, no. no. Oh. So fight of the week. What we're saying is, on the husband's side. Here's the thing. The conversation needs to be had that both of you have to be on the same page as far as supporting her being in school and finishing medical school. That has to be a conversation. It's super important. Yeah. But it sounds like it was agreed upon. 
Yes, but well, but no, but here's the thing is a lot of a lot of times we see that these conversations don't this specific conversation isn't had. Right. Yeah. And or the expectations are uh, when you start something are one are one way. And then when it actually happens, when reality sets in, they're completely different. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden what you thought was two hours a night of homework turns into four hours a night of homework. But even if it is four hours a night of homework, you have to remember that. Your husband's needs. Your. (laughs) I would say that these husband's needs aren't on the back burner. And it's not fair to say that they should be for the next X amount of years. So what are your husband's needs? Blowjobs. So they shouldn't be on the back burner, right? You're fucking kidding. Let's do this right now. You know what? Stop hitting the chair. You're, you see, I feel like you're. I feel like you're missing the whole point of fight of the week right now. You oh, missed the whole. You missed the whole angle argument. Was to get a blowjob. I know. I get it. That is my angle with everything. What Sterling isn't saying is that he agrees that there has to be time that you carve out for your marriage. Absolutely. Even when you are in the midst of a new job, in in the midst of a big project or whatnot, you still. That's why I said. That's why I said earlier. Like you have your personal time or what or your weekend time start sacrificing some of those times maybe it's going out with family or going out with friends sacrifice that time and spend more time with your spouse you have when, to make your spouse a priority absolutely regardless of how busy you even are. if it's staying up late a little bit losing a little bit of sleep so you can spend time with your spouse yeah you know you've lost sleep to study for that that test you can right. lose some sleep to spend time with your spouse oh preach fucking preach it Right. Yeah, that's great. Your spouse and is at the as, same as time, important as that test. Exactly. And at the same more. time, the spouse who is not in medical school or is not going through whatever it is that takes more time, that speak up, make your needs yeah. uh, oh. known a little bit more. Say, hey, in two weeks on Thursday night, we have a free night. We're not scheduling anything. We need to go on a date. We need to go on a dinner. Uh, can we watch a movie that I want to watch? And just everybody kind of needs to fucking step up to the plate yeah it's a team effort when you get married it's not just you and me it's not just you and it's not just me right it's us together right like, how are we going to figure this out together if it's a little bit more here a little bit less here whatnot but we're doing this shit together well and even if like correct me if i'm wrong this will be my last point on this topic is when you and i have had issues like this where it's like hey both of us kind of need to step the fuck up doesn't just having a conversation about it make it easier? Oh, so much easier. Just being on it, the same page? It makes it easier to give grace and go, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Or even to recognize like, hey, I know you're really busy this week. Right. Or and or the times like when you are really busy and then you're like, and then you make time for me, I yeah. recognize that and go, oh, thank you very much for that. I, I really appreciate it because yeah. I know how busy you are and vice versa. Right. Because even giving that recognition helps out a lot, I think. Yeah, it does. So that's our two fucking cents for fight of the on, week. on this, you know, issue. I don't know. Okay, ladies, it's time to talk about Lola. So I don't know if you knew this, but the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them just don't, which means you don't really know what is in your tampons. Lola, however, offers complete transparency about the ingredients that are found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. 
Most major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also include chemicals, fragrances, other synthetics, and dyes. The great thing about Lola is that their products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. So you know exactly what's going in your body. There's absolutely no BS, no mystery fibers or doubts about the product that you're using. Not to mention the Lola subscription makes your month a little bit easier. Each of their subscriptions are fully customizable so you can choose a range of products and mix and match at any time. Now that I have a daughter who uses feminine products, Lola has really put my, my mind at ease about what I am letting her use. And it's a great opportunity for me to teach her about looking into the things that you're using, about feminine health and making sure that that is a priority for her as well. For 40% off your first month's subscription, visit mylola.com and enter not the worst when you subscribe. So I think I think we gotta wrap this episode up. With... Well, I mean, we've got a lot to talk about still. So there <laughs> I mean we, Do we Yeah. Well, so people we should cancel. So we talked about cancel culture the first half. Yeah. And people I don't think we should cancel, but let's who should you be don't canceled? think we should get? Can- oh, the yeah, no, the people we talked about. I don't think Dan think should be canceled. No, no, fuck, I'm still gonna fucking listen to him. Yeah, I don't James Gunn shouldn't be canceled. No, I mean, well, when it comes to cancel culture, yeah, are there people we should cancel? Kevin Spacey, that fucking hurt my heart. I'll be honest. I don't know. His accuser died you- before he could go to the stands, oh. and he also. Uh, Wait, did he really? They dropped all the charges against Kevin Spacey. I don't know that. <sighs> There were some deleted really? text messages from Is his this accuser. Some Epstein shit? No, no, Epstein's a fucktard. He Oh no, no you mean I'm... other Epstein who oh I, I was thinking Weinstein, sorry. Um No, not Weinstein. No. Fuck Weinstein. Kevin Spacey, his accuser, like there were some deleted text messages that they wouldn't go, he wouldn't even um testify. So there's there's questionable things there. I'm not gonna but there was multiple accusers, so it kind of where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Right. Then you have Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Fuck him. No, he fuck needs to burn. Harvey he needs Weinstein. To burn. He, yeah, no. He should burn in hell for sure. There, well, there's not. Well, but there's um, other people that get let off the hook. Chris, ba- Chris, Chris Brown beat. Fuck Chris Brown. I, I am, and I am every, very big on the music. cancel culture of him. Fuck him. But then you have mm-hmm. people like Ray Rice in the NFL. He gets a video of him beating up his wife. Oh, never gets fuck another, him. Right. Fuck him. Never gets another job in the NFL. Right. No, be, but Chris beating, Brown, oh. you still have people buying, women buying his music. Uh, which I don't, I don't get, and you know, you've literally, you can literally testify for the fact that I've been very anti Chris Brown since, oh, yeah, yeah. No. since the day this happened. That shit super pisses me off. You don't lay hands on women. Matt that- Lauer, Matt Lauer, mm-hmm. yeah, he's done. NBC executives cover it up. Sorry, Lauer went sour. Cancel culture, a hundred percent. Yeah. Who was the other person? Louis C.K. This is another one that Why? hurt my heart. I don't, I don't because he. He jerked off in front of women? Yes, because he jerked off yeah, in front of women. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But he, he just sold out like five shows in Canada. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's He's on hard a comeback because tour. Here's the thing. They're... He did come Gross. out and apologize. and No, he oh. didn't fucking apologize. He did not apologize. Yes, he did. He did? Yeah. He came out and he admitted uh, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. When it comes to, I don't know, and this kind of ties into our next couple points, but it's it's hard for me to overlook like actual crimes against women, men to sexual crimes in general. They're just they're a really big hurdle for me. 
like Kevin Spacey. I was a massive fucking Kevin Spacey fan. I loved him. Love him. I kind of still do. But the shit that came out on him, I'm like, fuck, I, I don't even want to enjoy your shit anymore because that shit is kind of a really big deal. But here's the thing. in different, It's different between what we talked about in the first part of the episode because these people actually did those things. Yes. This isn't this isn't just joking about it. This isn't just sexual misconduct, which is not the fucking same it, it, thing it ever. Was, oh, it wasn't like oh um an, um the guy from Parks and Rec, we didn't talk about him in the first part of the episode. He had that bad date that Rob Lowe? No, Anaz uh not um Oh, Aziz Ansari. Yes. Oh dude, that was Aziz fucking Ansari. stupid. That yeah. was fucking stupid. He had a date who was she didn't. They wanted. To she had a bad a- date. She was like, mm, uh, mm. I don't know. I, I, I didn't find much yeah, people came her. Out, but he got canceled. And he-, he got canceled for a minute, but a lot of people came against his right because it was, it was it was kind of bullshit. It yeah, kinda, it kind of was bullshit. But like, yeah. these people. Here's the thing, though. By definition, Weinstein, all those people. By definition, cancel culture in itself is bullshit. Like Harvey Weinstein isn't necessarily yeah. a victim of cancel culture because cancel culture is more yeah. about telling not having the, you have to have sex with them so you, yeah they have to, or, to get or like is, or like spearheading their careers where yeah, and like they Louis, don't Louis go C. K., like jumping out of a corner and jerking off in front of somebody yeah fuck that like, no how's it even look like you just like have your oh, pants disgusting. down ready like, oh disgusting like what's the prep for that like like you got like 30 seconds like oh she's coming down the hallway I'm going to jump out. Right. Well, no, and this this brings us to our next point of um, is no joke off the table? I don't know. What do you, what, what is your take? I don't think – I think everything's funny. My favorite comedian is George Carlin. Yeah. Oh, all the time. He, offensive jokes all the time. I, he, he, jokes that would offend me personally, even to my core, what I believe. Think, but I'm not offended by it because it's a joke. Here's the thing. Like, this is my this it's is humor. my personal opinion on jokes. When you're literally talking about jokes, comedians, writers, uh, satire, things that are written for a response, for uh, you know, uh, an effect, whatever. Nothing is off the table. I really don't. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I don't because they're not serious. It's not serious. It's, like it's mo- not serious. I and, and to get totally serious, to get like you know real heartfelt about this, you and I have talked about this before. One, when it comes down to being funny and writing jokes, a really big thing for me about being a comedian, about uh, you know writing jokes, is that one of the most powerful things you can do or have over the darkest of situations is making light of them. It's worked in my personal life. It's worked in, in our marriage. It's worked in other people. For you. Huh? For you. For me? For you in our marriage. When you yeah. can laugh at them. For me personally. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. It get being able to make a joke or laugh about something that is so fucking heartbreaking gives me power over it. I think that's true for comedy in general. You have two options when it comes to jokes. You can either think they're funny or not. Being offended is not the fucking third option. You just don't think it's funny. Because here's the thing. It would be different if somebody was on a platform saying that this was true, but they're not. They're saying it's a fucking joke. They're telling a joke. It's just a joke. 
a joke as in the JK, I'm kidding. I don't actually think this. Right. Just like, I have said terrible things as jokes and they're fucking funny. It doesn't mean I actually live that or think that. Should I be canceled? No. Go fuck yourself. That's why I love <laughs> Dave Chappelle and his Michael Jackson jokes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Well, and this is by, um, who was it? Jim Carrey came across like, you know, political correctness is killing comedy. Everybody relax. Everyone relax. Oh. Like cultural movements should not kill comedy. You can think they're not funny. That's fine. If you want to take someone else's joke personally, that's entirely up to you. But shut the fuck up about it. Quite frankly. Like, for instance, me saying dog moms aren't real moms and women writing me being like, oh, so you think fertility is a joke? You hate infertile women? That's, my, yeah, that's the princess. biggest jump ever. Yes, princess. That's why. exactly what I mean by that. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for picking up what I wasn't putting down. I appreciate <laughs> I, it. Never got why moms. Fuck them. Dog, I don't even give a shit. You would say dog moms aren't real moms, and then they're not. Moms they're, who, quite frankly, they're not real. Women moms. who don't have, who can't have kids because of infertility would feel so attacked, and like, yeah, because I mean that individually, right, per person, totally, one hundred percent. You hashtag like, fuck you, infertile, infertiles, infer, turtles. infertiles. <laughs> well, so what about public apologies? I uh, do don't apologize if you don't mean it, if you don't them. if you don't mean it don't apologize no I, I i you know because i dream big and i think about having you know like an hbo and netflix special part of me says i'll never publicly apologize <laughs> no because there's dude in sports and everything stupid. there's so many public i'm sorry fuck dude, your public apologies not to me it. fuck you i don't give a shit i don't care about john christ or chris the uh, public apology I don't give yeah, he a wasn't, shit. He wasn't texting you. He wasn't fucking calling me and apologizing to me. I don't give a shit. You could come out publicly and be like, fuck everyone who spoke against me. I don't give a shit. I would still buy a ticket to your show. I don't fucking care. You're an entertainer. You're not a, a, a leader. You're not my spiritual leader. I, I don't look up to you. I literally look at you for entertainment. I don't give a shit about your public apology. Same thing with uh, Kathy Griffin. I, I, I literally could not care less. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think she's when funny. it comes to <laughs> when it comes to cancel culture, it doesn't even matter if someone changes their opinion. I could have tweeted something twenty years ago that I I had a, a personal reformation. I don't even believe that anymore, and could say, "Hey, that was the old me." Cancel culture doesn't take that into consideration. They don't care. Nope, because in today's society, you can't change. No, you're you, not allowed to change. You are what your past is. Absolutely, and, which is fucking which is stupid, fucking terrible. Because uh, everybody loves a redemption story, except when yeah. it's on the fucking internet and social media. Well, and here's the thing: is how different are you? There's not a person listening that is the same as they were ten years ago. Man, not a no. person listening. Why? Because every single person changes and grows. It's different if it it is a constant thread, you know, and and there's actions or whatever. Like Weinstein, where it's over 20 years, you're fucking harassing women and, and there's sexual harassment, blah, 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 blah. Well, because he got away with it for so long. Now, exactly. Now, exactly. goodness, he can't get away with it. But making a fucking joke, you just don't think it's funny. I'm sorry, I'm sorry you're offended, but that's not my fucking problem. It really isn't. I just think it's a big joke. I, I really do. I think it's an absolute... The the fact that there are some people that will tie their the responsibility for their feelings and their emotions to someone who has never fucking met them. 
Like, oh, I was raped and Daniel Tosh makes a joke about rape. Oh, you think my rape is a joke? Sign up for the Olympics because that is the longest jump I have ever seen. You will win a gold medal. Yeah. It's just stupid. It really is stupid. Well, people personalize things and they they attach themselves to that. And I think that's just a character flaw of of that person. And not a reflection of what that person, what the no, actual person said. No, it's not, but said. people crucify these people in oh. the public eye, and it's just so stupid to me. Well, that's why soap operas are popular for daytime that's TV. That's true. People love And drama. that's why Jerry Springer is still fucking around. Yeah, I agree. And Maury Povich is still telling people that they're not the father. Right. It's well, because and people love fucking drama. Yeah, and they, they want to. They just eat into it. Yeah, it feeds their soul, their decrepit soul. Well, and the other point we made that was, you know, we demand change. But then when people do change, we're all, mm, they don't mean it. That's yeah, not real. They're just doing it because we demanded it. <laughs> um, oh, they're just doing it for the public eye. They did it because you asked them? God forbid oh. somebody actually think you know, that. Yeah, it's like, actually, yeah, it changed. They're I like, want to be better. Yeah, you know what? I happen to be four, you know, drinks in when I tweeted that one thing and fucking forgot about yeah. it eight years ago. <laughs> I was an alcoholic for years. I don't actually years, think that. now I'm in recovery. Yeah. Okay, so you said uh, that President Obama weighed in on cancel culture recently. Oh, I didn't look into this, so you're um, gonna have to speak no, on it. He just mentioned it was a it was a quote. I don't want to take it too out of context, um, but it was um, expressed concern about the way people are called out on social media. And his quote was, "This idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and that all stuff you should get over that quickly." Is that like everyone should be woke at all times, and we should have, we should just be hyper, absolutely no hyper joking. woke. Like, god damn it! Like, there's no like you have Seriously. no time to like just, just chill out, make a joke, sit around a campfire, and like have a good time, right. make fun of each other. How many people? Right. I make fun of people all the time. It's a gesture. I don't mean, I don't mean it. No, you know, like all the time. I say things I don't mean all the time. I, most things I say I don't. Even I'll call I mean. my straight friends gay. It's a joke. <gasps> I'll call my gay friend straight. I don't care. How did you? <laughs> oh, fucking, that's the straightest. Wow, that was really straight of you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to do that. I'm going to be like, that's the straightest thing you said all week, fucking A. Are you kidding me? Like, I can't wait. Oh, wow. So you hate gay people, Sterling? Oh, No, I okay. hate straight people. I'm going to start oh. making fun of straight people. I'm going to be like, that's the straightest thing oh, you've wow, ever so said. Oh, wow. So you hate sexuality in general? I- I'm oh. not allowed to love who I want to. I'm a pansexual. You hate me? Straight is on a spectrum, okay? Oh, my God. Fuck everybody. You know what? Okay, we're done. Cancel culture is absolute bullshit, in in, in our opinion. Everyone uh, should be canceled. Every- everybody should be canceled. <laughs> if you're calling for myself. Fucking cancel you. If you're calling for someone to be canceled, look at yourself. No, fuck and you. Fuck, because I guarantee you I can find something that you need to be canceled off of. Or I'll talk oh, to your guaranteed. kids, and I guarantee they can find something. Guaranteed. 100%. Final thoughts? No, I just can't wait to, to talk to my gay friends and tell them that. <laughs> wow, that's really straight of you. That's so straight of you. I can't <laughs> wait to say that. You're acting like a you're acting like a real straighty you're right now. Real straight ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. All right, adios. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Not the Worst Marriage. You can also support the show at um, on Patreon, Not the Worst Marriage. And um, I don't. Know, I think that's. I think that's all I have to say at the end. Anything else you want to add? Since you're over there taking notes, Sterling's looking at me. Oh, okay. 
Thanks.